For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for a great morning like this. Full of your mercy. Full of your kindness. We ask you to open our eyes as we come to look into the perfect law of liberty. Pray that will not be forgetful hearers, but doers of the word, the work. Please open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. In Jesus' name, Amen. Please be seated. Ah, see, I made them sing these songs because. It's a kind of tribute to Bishop Okubo Tedoku. Yes. Who passed away painfully, painfully, painfully. My God. Hmm. But it is well. Pastor has been a son of this ministry for many, many, many years. A proper child. Hmm. Well, it is well. My heart really goes out to our father, the presiding bishop, because he traveled with him for many years. He was a chief supporter at every message. If you listen to messages of earlier years, you hear his voice in the background. And just suddenly left. And it is well. It is well. Hebrews 10.25 Let's all read together. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. I, I, I don't know whether I can't hear you. Whether Are you reading or you are just watching? You are looking at your watch. It's late or what? But I want you to read the scripture with me, please. Shall we go? As the manner of some is. But exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. 
not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. It may sound, it, it, it's actually an instruction being given us. And um, he talks about let us draw near with a true heart, let us hold fast the profession, let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some. So I'm preaching today on um, I'm still under the under the broad theme of the underground church, but today I'm preaching on the assembly and the thousand micro churches. The assembling and the assembly and thousand micro, small, small, micro is small, small. And the underground church is the church that is small, small in the background. And yesterday, by the grace of God, we relaunched, or launched, I should say, I will say launched, our cell system. We call it the Macarius Area Fellowships. How many were able to attend? Quite a number of you. God bless you. The blessing will never leave your house. And the blessing will never leave your life. The blessing of uh, this morning I was praying with my pastors and we were praying for those who hosted that the blessing will be tangible. You will, you will have a physical manifestation of the blessing of blessings of God for hosting God's people in your house. It is upon you. It's upon your children. It's upon your children's children. Then we prayed for those who led. Then we said that those who led must also be blessed by God because the Bible says that when you seek God's kingdom first, he adds all other things to you. May you have many additions to your life. And then we prayed for those who were not hosting nor leading, but they were participants. So they were there as members. We prayed for them also, that God will bless them. And God will bless you. Now if you couldn't attend, the blessing is hanging in the air. So go and walk inside, so that you can also benefit from it. Now we are building a mega church. Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And you would notice when the church was born in the book of Acts, 3,000 souls were won in one day of those days. So it shows you that Jesus is interested in a mega church like a big church some people say that I want a church which is small so that everybody knows everybody 
Now, everybody knowing everybody is a good idea, but you can still know everybody within your micro church. So a mega church can be made up of several micro churches like we have begun yesterday. We belong to micro churches. We belong to micro cells. Like we are small, 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 small. And yesterday we had almost thousand people meeting. Yes. It's not easy to have a weekday service and have thousand people in it. Even center services where you add all, add all, add all. I don't think you can easily get to thousand. Even two hundred, three hundred will be a, a struggle for <laughs> many of us. But to God be the glory, almost one thousand people gathered. And I'm trusting God one day five thousand people will gather on Saturday between six o'clock and even eight o'clock depends on really the timing that is suitable to you but it's Saturday 3 p.m. you see that people are wending their way to worshiping centers not in the temple but in homes and I think I saw a photo with Uncle Sam were you in a photo like that you were in a, in a small fellowship I saw that they were elite people like people who have something like powerful people and I saw Reverend Eritu or somewhere with lawyers and I say, hey, this your this your area fellowship is loaded. Your offering will be more than ten thousand every week. <laughs> when I saw the kind of array of uh, members who were sitting in his fellowship, I said, wow, you are the uh, area fellowship shepherd of these elite, force, elite forces it means that you are powerful it means your waist is thick but I pray that you too will find your place in one of these micro churches and the Bible says not forsaking the assembly or assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some like some people are in that habit I think my little version here, easy to read, says, we must not quit meeting together as some are doing. No, we need to keep on encouraging each other. This becomes more and more important as you see the day getting closer. And so, I think we have some photos of Yes, some of yesterday's uh, manifestations. Do you have some photos? I thought I saw some photos. Yes. Beautiful. Remember I said that even two people are enough. Even you and one person can form an area fellowship. And from there, it's going to get better and better. And uh aha. You see, people who have something. Do you see? That's it. Continue. Continue. Ah, you see, more people continue, brother. We are not here to look at photos. We are here to preach. There they are. Some homes, they are gathered with their children, everybody. Everybody it must be in a home fellowship. You must be in one. And we're there we preach. We go for witnessing. We bring people to join us. Look at this one. It's a mega church already. Uh, give the previous one. Look at this one. Like a mega church. And when you get to 12, you are supposed to divide. 
So as soon as you join, get ready to be made one of the leaders. And the previous one, this one, the previous one, the previous one. Previous, not after, before, before. Wow. Lawyers and financial moguls. Their offering should be at how much? At least thousand, 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 five thousand every Saturday. Hey, too powerful. What a blessing. More. You see, like this. All over the city of Accra, we gathered. Huh? More, more. Next, have you finished? You finished? Oh, this one. Some are in homes, some are in uh, restaurants, some are in. Uh, even just behind veranda and yesterday it rained it rained heavily before but still God blessed us God was watering the seeds we had planted clap for Jesus because we are being watered I think they finished that's fine so on Saturday next week I see you in one of the MAFs Macarius Area Fellowship it's Area Fellowship but we have added our Macarius to make it and nice, it's our own. It's our own. Say amen. amen. Say amen. Well, yeah. I'll go and preach somewhere else. Hey, hmm. yes. So we need to recognize that it is Satan who likes to separate us. But when we are together, we are stronger together. We are what? Stronger together. Yes. But Satan knows that strength. If you read uh, uh, Second Chronicles 20, God showed us a key there, which I think the devil has also tried to copy. Three nations were coming against Israel. And the Bible says that these people were united together against Israel. And Israel thought to themselves that, hey, we have no might against this multitude. You have no strength. You have no defense against this multitude. And so what did they do? They prayed to God. And what did God do? God set ambushment. Which means that God set confusion in their camp. And then suddenly, the Bible says that Moab turned against Ammon and they fought against Ammon. Meanwhile, they had come against Israel, but they fought, they turned against, they got divided and they fought each other. And then when they had finished, they turned on the Mansia people and they killed each other. The Bible says that each one helped to destroy the other. So when you have a mighty yeah and now behold oh this guy doesn't know the, how to read the bible at all. We have finished we have gone we have even killed them already and then you are now at the place where they are now praying. Oh hey my boy verse 23 still you are in verse 2 or 3 yeah the bible says that and when they began to sing 
God set ambushments against the children of Moab, Ammon, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. How did it happen? He describes it. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies falling to the earth, and none escaped. None escaped. So Satan can see this as a beautiful battle strategy where he comes to isolate us. Just being on your own. Be in your corner. Don't mind them. Why do they want to come to your house? Why do they want you to come to their house? Why do they want to know your things? Don't mind them. It's your own business. It's private. It's your own private life. Hey! And Satan gradually and cleverly separates brother from brother, sister from sister, pastor from members, and members from pastor. So that when we have to come together, you see that we can't easily come together. And so you see that many Christians are not strong. They are not strong not because even you can even read your Bible on your own, but you are still not strong. You are still not strong. And you will see one day in the moment of crisis or a certain situation, you, you will curse God. You will say God has disappointed you. You will say God doesn't care for you. And you wouldn't know that it's because of your isolation. Isolation. In Jude 19, the Bible says, These be they which separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. Underline it in your Bible. If you have a Bible on your phone, you should be able to highlight it or underline it or do something to it so that it shows that you are a Christian. I think I saw a photo of the Yevujas in their home also at an area fellowship. Dr. Yevuja. So who was leading? You were the cell leader and your husband was one of the members. Hey, you gave it to him. Oh. <laughs> it's like this one. I've got you. I'm now in charge. I'm your leader. Okay. Listen to me. No, no, no. Not you. Let the other person talk. Hey. He was ordering the husband around. Fantastic. So Jude 19, everybody read it so that at least it sounds in your ear. It says what? These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. That means that the people who separate themselves, they don't have the spirit. When you have the spirit, you are not interested in separations. You are more interested in assembling, coming together. That is why it says that not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. The coming together. I think, how did the ERV put it? Easy to read version said what? It says, we must not quit meeting together as some are doing. And there are some of you, you have that habit. You don't like coming when we are meeting. 
It's not you are in the habit of staying away. You are what you don't know is that you are cultivating the habit of a spiritual. Is that a spiritual means what? Without the spirit. Because a menorah means no menses. A nemia means no blood. A plastic means <laughs> please you are spoiling the medical profession yeah <laughs> a money means you can use it for yourself that today dear a money it means that I don't have cash <laughs> a fuel it means that my car is not doesn't have fuel <laughs> but a a woloic like somebody who doesn't know book he talks a lot but he doesn't know book a yeah, it's like the person doesn't know book. Wolo is book and a is without. So so when you are without the spirit, you are a spirito. Yeah, a spirito. A spirito. You are and you are not supposed to cultivate that. You are supposed to be full of the Holy Spirit. But one of the sure signs of a believer who lacks the spirit. And the influence of the spirit upon your life is your separation from the fellowship of the brethren. The assembling, the togetherness, coming together. Whether it's in the temple, you don't come regularly. Whether it's in the house to house, you run away. It's as if media, I'm watching soccer. Media, I'm doing whatever. Media, it is the devil. So in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 3, there is a beautiful admonition there. And it says, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 3, he says, and de- Okay, let's start from the previous verse. Verse 2. We can even start from verse 1. Because you don't read much of the Bible. Let me allow you to read a bit more to help your reading. Is it a good idea? I therefore... Everybody read. We are all doing Bible study. Now dear, we have learned that we can do Bible study because when we went, we were having discussion. Well, did you have discussion in your area fellowship? Very, was it nice? Did you enjoy it? Very good. It's going to get even wilder and better. Let's start from the beginning. Go. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit. So it's the unity of the spirit. Eh? Do you have another version? Give us ERV, I don't know, this ERV seems to be winning these days. He said, you are, no, as a prisoner of the Lord, I beg you to live the way God's people should live. You should live the way God's people should live. There is a way God's people live, which is walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. That's what it means. A complex for King James, but easy to read version. Uh, please, everybody can have easy to read. It's very simple. Free, 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 free. Uh, they don't charge. 
The other day I was sending it to people free of charge. They thought maybe I was, maybe I don't know what they thought, but I was sent, they thought I don't have anything to do. I'm just forwarding. It was the Bible full of every version you can find in the world free of charge. Because I want, I want when I'm reading it, you too can open it. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. That's a shepherd. I was doing shepherdura work. It was not TikTok forwarding. I never forward TikTok videos. Unless it is something spiritual. But even that one, you can easily find me. Or forwarded many times. Sometimes you are forwarded, you are forwarded because you are forwarded many times. <laughs> so as a prisoner for the Lord, I beg you to live the way God's people should live because he chose you to be his. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient and accept each other with love. That's what it means. Accept each other. When you go into a fellowship or you have a group of people you are related with, try and be patient and try and accept each other with love. I'm on that verse. Also, so we're in front. I mean, who is the guy who is up there? I, I think I should pour Coca-Cola or Fanta or something on his head. Oh. He didn't go eh? He didn't go for fellowship. And he went. But you know who it is that you are saying he went. <laughs> you are assuming that you know. <laughs> anyway, please help us. And when we are preaching, try not to be talking up there so that you follow the preaching. Because you are also my co-preacher. Always be humble. That's what you can use to follow to fellowship with people. If you are not humble, you break up. You separate yourself. You find yourself isolated because and, and that's why some people in your family you are because it's like every day somebody says something that you don't like your sister, your brother, your cousin so you've isolated yourself when they are having meetings you don't go you have made yourself Osama Bin Laden <laughs> always be humble and gentle then he said be patient because you too if it were you you want people to be patient with you and allow some of your mistakes to pass. Is that not so? Yeah. yeah. And accept each other with love. Then verse 3, he gives that beautiful instruction that you are joined to, you are joined together with peace through the spirit. Ah, I had the do all you can. Okay, then do all you can. Uh-huh. That's the instruction. So I separate here. Then do all you can to continue as you are. Letting peace hold you together. Yes. The King James says, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Are you there still? So this is what God's spirit does for you when you become a believer. He puts you in a family and then he says that in that family, you know, you must force endeavor one, I think one version says strive. But the original Greek, the word there is the word spudazo. Spudazo. And the word spudazo, it means to use speed to keep. Yes, spudazo. It means to hasten. Okay? Or to exert oneself, endeavor, give diligence, to hasten, to make to make speed. You see, if you are married, if you use speed to settle your quarrels, you, you may never divorce. But a lot of people don't endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit in the home. 
So sometimes quarrels can be there. Two weeks, they have not spoken. Three months, some people are in the house, they are able to eat pepepe, make food, serve it. They won't talk, but they will eat pepepe and go to work and come, even have children. They will have a child, but they have not spoken. How they, 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 they manage to, to progress, do you understand? We can't even tell, but somehow, silent read and various sign languages. One who said, this type of thing, even if you are deaf and dumb, you can still give birth to children. Hey! Are you with me still? So endeavor or spudazo, use speed, strive, fight your way. Don't fight to separate, fight to be together. It is the devil who, when you, if you watch wildlife, eh? how many have watched wildlife before where lions are chasing impalas or antelopes or um, what, what do they chase? Buffaloes. Like a huge buffalo can be chased by lions and they'll get the buffalo and eat the buffalo. It serves them power because they can eat for a long time. And often to get one of such to eat, they find a way of isolating you from the head. Like a large number of them together going somewhere and then they'll be coming uh, then one of them that looks a little weaker or a little tired or something they chase it and isolate it like they cut it off it's like they don't want you once you join the head they don't have a chance because the buffaloes are huge and heavy they will trample over the lions and kill them when they are together when they are together and when we are also together we can tread upon serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by any means hurt us yes so satan knows when we are together that we can trample over him we can also overcome him so he isolates us and makes you alone judas was like that he was always alone every day he's going to buy something so the group is there but he will go out he's going to buy he said he's going on his usual errand it was easy therefore for satan to isolate him and take him to the high priest if he was with peter peter said where are you going what, what did you go and do at the high priest's office what did they tell you well, what is in your pocket when you're going there was nothing in your pocket how come your pocket is full as you have come back <laughs> your pocket looks very heavy <laughs> what is in your pocket what did they give you? <laughs> what is the bag you are carrying? You see, but some people don't like such questions. Who dropped you at church? That Benz that brought you. Who is that? It's my uncle. Which uncle? I thought you said your uncle, they live at uh, Bechim. And you, the other day you told me that there's no car in your family. How come that now one has got a Benz? It's my uncle. Which was the difference between uncle and uncle? Then you make your face like this. Hey, my sister, what is that? It's not acceptable. See, you see that it will check you. But you want to be on your own. Nobody should say your matter. Nobody should see who is visiting you, who has come to your house, who is going out. You want your privacy. Church people, if they come and know my house, hey, before you realize, Bishop has come here. <laughs> what you don't know is that you are playing your game into the hands of the devil to isolate you, 
separate. That's why I say, these be they which separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. Tell somebody, I have the spirit. I have the spirit. I don't separate myself. I don't separate myself. Are you there still? Now, in Genesis chapter 11, we learn of how God also separated the whole earth. You see, God is the creator of unity and united existence. God knows the power that comes when we assemble and when we stay together. Yes. And Satan saw that effect of the separation when they were building the Tower of Babel. So look at this. The verse uh, chapter 11, verse 1, verse 1, just from verse 1. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east. It's like they were moving, they were all nomadic people. Is that not how they say them? Yeah, so they were moving from place to place. Like if they settle here, they farm small, then they move. Like the world was big. How can you settle at only one place? So they kept moving. Then they they were growing, they were growing, they were growing. Maybe when they occupied a place and it was smaller, they moved to a bigger place. Then they grew, then they moved. So as they were journeying from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they dwelt there. That's a mega church. And they said one to another, go to. They said to who? One to another. They spoke among themselves because they were all together. And they had one language. If it's English, it's English. If it's Hebrew, it's Hebrew. If it's whatever language, it's like the same language. Hey, you understand yourself so. Because there's no, all the vocabulary is known. If you speak Chi, eh, there are people who speak Chi, you never even understand one word. Hey, bright, be a woman. Huh? There's some guy called Bright, Minister Bright. Hey, he can speak the Chi. Me, me, me I've spoken Chi. Yeah, sometimes the words I've not heard some before. And he can string words together and I don't know even one of them like one word. When he's giving God appellations and this type of a mrani, hey, I cannot, I, the words are big, 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 big. And he, he can flow like it's in his spirit and it's in, it's in him. You see? But me, I don't understand that language. So anything he says, I just look. And the people shout, hey, they don't understand. But they are clapping. Because it's, it's like it's, it sounds nice. <laughs> so they said, Go to, let us make brick and bend them truly. And they had brick for stone and slime they had for mortar. That means that they, they use the uh, cement, they use the slime for cement, like a kota. And the Bible says, And they said, Go to, let us build a city and a tower whose top will reach to heaven. And let us make us a name. You see their vision. Let us build a tower. Let us build a city. Let us make us a name. Lest we be scattered. You see, scattered. The same word has come here. Scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. Because they know that once you are scattered, you can't build anything. And I want to tune your mind that if you are in this church, try and bring your mind, try and bring your body, try and bring your spirit and join with our spirits so that we can build a great church for our God. 
Yes. Are you there still or you've gone home? So the Bible says, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. Huh? And the Lord said, behold, the people is one and they have all one language and this they begin to do and now nothing, nothing, underline if you have a Bible, underline, nothing, nothing. God himself is saying that these people who are one, who have one language, who speak the same thing, who had one vision, who have one agenda, who want to make a name for themselves, whatever they have decided, they will build a city, they will build a tower, they will make a name for themselves and they will not be scattered. This thing, this thing they have determined to do eh, will not be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. God himself testified that because they are one, they have one language, they understand themselves eh? and now they have a vision that they will build a city and a tower whose top will reach to heaven and then they will make them for themselves a name so that they are not scattered. God said this is possible. That means they can build skyscrapers. Even today we are building skyscrapers. They, were, they said they would, go, they, would, they would do it. So they began. And when he saw what they were building, he said, no way. I can't allow them to have such a vision. It's a very bad vision. It's a very bad vision. There was no God in that vision. There was no God. There's nothing like so that we can you know, we can fellowship with God or God will be our God or God will tell us what to do. We are telling ourselves what to do and we are going to God on our terms. And God said, no, no, you can't come to me on your terms. I must be able to decide for you where I want you to go and what I want you to do. You can't just come to me on your terms. But when you finish this chapter 11 and you go to chapter 12, he called Abraham. He said, I will make your name great. I will make all nations shall be blessed because of you. And then you will have more riches and everything. And every nation, all nations will be blessed because of you. He told Abraham. When you have a vision that God didn't engineer and God didn't uh, give you, it's a bad vision. So watch out. He says, nothing will be restrained. So what did he do? Verse 7. Verse 7. And he said, go to, let us go down. And there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. Yes. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth. And they left off to build the city. Tell somebody they left off to build the city. That means that they abandoned their vision. They, 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 the thing that God said that it will not be restrained from them, they abandoned it. They gave it up. They gave it up. Why? Because they were scattered. They were scattered abroad. They were scattered abroad. God knows that if we are together, we are of one language, we understand ourselves, we speak the same thing, we have one vision, we are trying to build a church a particular purpose, Oh, he knows that it is possible. We want to build a church that can see 2,000 first service, 2,000 second service, 3,000 first service, 4,000 second service, 3,000, uh, uh, 5,000, eh? Third service. Third service. Okay, third service. No problem. No problem. Third service. 2,000 first service, 3,000 first service, 3,000 second service, 3,000 third service. And then you'll be preaching one. 
I realized that I didn't want to cancel it because it can happen, but you should also be ready to be preaching. Are you listening to me? So, the confusion that ensued when men speak different languages and did not understand themselves imparted a profound weakness in man. Yes. That we cannot understand ourselves. It's it's a major flaw in humanity. That we cannot, they say Israel and Hamas, uh, Russia and Ukraine. I mean, we cannot understand ourselves. So you see that we can progress. Africa and the Europeans or whatever, we can progress. We We don't understand them, they don't understand us. We don't understand them, they don't understand us. People are rich. They can't easily give you their wealth or give you their money because you, you can't communicate effectively with them. When sometimes when you see a person who doesn't have money coming, immediately you just freeze. You just freeze because he doesn't understand the language of somebody who has prospered. And he doesn't, you too don't understand the language of the poor man. Sometimes when you're advising a poor man, he doesn't, he, he won't accept it. He's full of ideas which have not led him to riches. You know, in this world, then, if you are whatever, where has it led you? Then when somebody is advising, you see that the person is resisting the advice because the language, he cannot understand that language. Not even, not that it's not English. It can be English, but you don't understand it. The Bible says that hearing, they hear, but they don't understand. Because you can hear something, but you don't understand. So I'm praying that even as I'm preaching, you can hear my preaching and understand it. Because when you, you can hear preaching, and when you go and say, what was the preaching about? We should have faith in God. We should have faith in God. It's like that's what he was trying to say. Hmm. This difficulty in assembling and doing anything together results in an ultimate deficiency in all mankind. Through Christ, God is uniting us. He is assembling us together and blessing us with the blessings of the assembly. Yes. Oh yes, and there are many blessings that come when we assemble. Are you listening to me? Yes, it's time to see that one of Satan's ultimate aims is to prevent the saints from assembling. So when we are meeting together and you are not coming together, know that it is Satan who is forcing you and making you that way. Because when you have the spirit, you love the fellowship of the brethren. These be they. These be they. These be they. These be they. Which separate themselves. Sensual. Having not the spirit. Don't follow people who separate themselves and talk a lot. The more we assemble, the better for us. The longer we assemble, the better for us. Yes. Have you seen that people, nobody criticizes uh, uh, when people go to disco. Nobody has any criticism when you, you are watching series for six hours, eight hours. 
But as soon as you stay in church a little longer, pe, all the demons will stare at people. Hey, where's your son? He's too long in the distance. When you are chasing boys and boys were chasing you, and you are chasing girls and girls were chasing you, and you are going to disco, coming in the morning and so on, when you come and you look drunk and everything, say, hey, Oba, okay, yo. Go and find something to eat so you don't throw up. Eh? Yeah, yeni, yeah, yeni, go, danowa. Mm. Go and eat first before you sleep. Yes. Then you come with your bag. Then they see that Ghana cities go four notes in it, 200, 200, 200. Say, hey, it's like you have brought money home and they are happy. But as soon as you come to church and you want to go home at four o'clock, five o'clock, because of the assembling, because of the assembling, you will see Satan staring up your parents, staring up your guardians, staring up your wife, staring up your children. Daddy, are you going again? Hey, daddy, don't go. Daddy, don't go. Mommy, are you going? I thought yesterday you had church. I thought you had service here. Why are you going again? Please don't go. Daddy, nah, don't go, don't go. Then they go and stand in front of your car. I will beat you just now. Clap and go back to your room. I'm going to church. I'll come back when I come back. <laughs> but you see, Satan will stir up. He will stir people up. Yes. When people are playing music loud, even making noise and everything in the area, nobody says, as soon as it's church, hey, the church, look at them again. They are whatever. But somebody can have another one from dawn till dusk. Play music. Play music loud. And only five people are sitting there. Nobody will go and say that. You are not a lot. Lower the sound. Lower the sound. They will just be there in their rooms. Tapping their feet. Tapping their feet. When it is church. They can see it's church. It's like no. Let's rise up. So. Let us recognize that it is the devil. Who is against our assembling. Don't allow him to put you in that bracket. Are you listening to me? I said, are you listening to me? Tell somebody, I love the assembling of the brethren. I'm going to be part of this assembling of the brethren in the name of Jesus. Why is the devil against the assembling? I have ten things. I'm going to run and then we finish. Yes, I've laid the foundation already. Number one, the devil does not like assemblies because it causes the presence of God to be there. First Thessalonians 2.18, he says, Wherefore we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. Why is Satan hindering the coming together? I would have come to you. Paul was saying, I wanted to come to the brethren in Thessalonica. But Satan hindered us. Why does he hinder? Number one, because assembling causes the presence of God to be there. Matthew 18, 20, he says, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Are you there still? For where two or three. That's why I said that in our uh, Macarius area fellowships, only two people are enough. Because where two or three, 
That's you are the leader, and then one person is the one you are preaching to. There was a brother, he's now a bishop. His, his, his aim in, his resolve in life was never to enter a church, not even for a funeral. He had resolved that he would not go to church, not even for funeral. But one day, something happened. His friend had prevailed on him, come to church, come to church, come to church. So he went. Then when he went to the church, he was surprised. He was the only uh, church member. I think the pastor and the person who was moderating or something like that. And then the one who invited him was the moderator and then the pastor and then he himself. So he was surprised that he was the only one that was sitting down when they were leading prayer, leading worship. <laughs> leading. He was the only he didn't also know any song. Somebody who doesn't go to church and has determined not to go to church. He didn't know any song. So the man who was leading him, the guy was doing the project, uh, the slides. So he said, ah. He was kept looking back. Nobody was coming. He kept looking back. It was time for preaching. They started. Shall we pray? He looked back. Nobody was there. He was the only one. They preached everything. One man. Hey, the pastor preached. You see, because where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And then he said, he doesn't know what happened, but when they said, if you want to give your life, he's the only one. He said, if you want to give your life to Christ, come forward. You are the only one that they are giving the altar call to. So he just got up and went. He didn't even know what was happening. Then he went. The next Sunday, he arrived with 35 people. That one person. He arrived. He said, my, all my friends. I went to collect all my friends. I brought 35. I'm sure the pastor was confused. Because in just one week, his church had become a mega church. And that boy, he came here when Lester, David Samara came to preach. He came here with him. As a bishop who was driving the man of God to come to our church. He's now a bishop. He built a big church of more than 400 people. In Aston in uh, Birmingham. Yes. Yeah. So just one of you. And the one who is leading. Is enough to start a, a, a Macarius area fellowship. And it will not stay like that because that boy, he went home. Like Jesus told the man who was demon possessed after he had been delivered, he said, go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for you and has had compassion on you. Go home to your friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for you and has had compassion on you. Mark chapter 5 verse 19. So he went. So when you go for your fellowship, it must be also your resolve that next week when I'm coming, I'm bringing my friends, I'm bringing my neighbors, I'm bringing my siblings, I'm bringing some, some, some housemates, I'm bringing some tenants, co-tenants. I'm also bringing them because I want them to benefit from it. Yesterday I was going for so winning. I met a man. When I met him, I, 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 I drove. Well, I said, this guy looks familiar. I don't know whether he's in my church. When people look familiar, I don't know whether he's here or there. Or there. I don't know where I know them. So I went back. I reversed. It was a, a dual carry, but I reversed. I said, excuse me, do I know you? 
He said, oh, he's not sure where we have met. I said, okay, okay, okay. But you look so familiar that it's as if I have spoken to you before. Then he, said, then he looked at me again. He said, oh, I live next to you. I live near, I'm, I'm, I'm your next door neighbor. There's a flat that he has come to stay in that flat. So I told him that today, 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 me and you, we are going to church. He said, oh, I've been coming here small, small, but it's not very consistent. I said, you to be consistent. Yes. Are you listening to me? Go home to thy friends. So in that fellowship, you are supposed to go home to your friends. Go home to your neighbors. Go home to your co-tenants, your school colleagues. And, and, and accuse them and bring them to the fellowship. So that even if you are two when you started, you can be three. And you can be four. And you can be seven. And you can be ten. And you can be twelve. Then you who were the one person at the beginning must also train yourself and, and allow yourself to be trained to lead so that we continue growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. I see you as the next leader in your little fellowship. I see you also leading 10 people, 5 people, 7 people, or even one person. Only you and that person have started. That is how the church is built. But Satan doesn't like that. But when he knows that where two people gather like this, look at the guy. He gives a testimony of changed life. From that day, every drinking habit stopped. Every girl chasing habit ceased. Every uh, alcohol, smoking, anything that used to smoke, he stopped everything and stayed in the church, was trained to be a shepherd. Trained. I remember when I used to go to camps, many years ago he used to drive me. He used to drive me in Birmingham. And when he got married, he and his wife would drive me sometimes to places. So I knew them long before now they are in Ghana here doing ministry here. So, God's power comes in that little church where the pastor had been struggling, not getting members, that one person who came, God's power was present to deliver him from alcoholism, womanizer, whatever, and every kind of addiction, and deliver him and set him free. Today, he's a bishop. He's a bishop. He, he has grown to be a bishop. And he brought 35 people to help. Hey, the pastor will be happy. That day he will preach like Swelling Sunday. God's power is present when we gather. Are you there still? Hmm? First Corinthians 4, 5, 4, it says, In the name of our Lord Jesus, when you are, when you are gathered together, and my spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ to deliver such an one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh that the spirit may be saved in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you are gathered together and my spirit with the power of God, when we gather, the power of God is there. Oh yes. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So right there, power will flow. I'm believing God. This morning when we are praying, I said, let us pray that our uh, leaders will be full of, the, the fellowship shepherds will be full of the Holy Spirit and power. Bible says that Philip was full of faith and power and of the Holy Spirit. 
And he did great wonders among the people. I said, let our leaders also do great wonders as the Spirit leads them. Even in the cell group, there will be testimonies from the cell meetings. People will be sharing testimonies. Ah, this is your testimony there. It's a, it's a stadium. You need to go to the stadium and give it. And then you bring them to the stadium and then they'll come and give their testimony. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Sicknesses will be healed. Because God's power is also present when we assemble. Number two, Number two, the power of the assembling. The deceptions of the devil are exposed and crowded out in the assembly. Yes, the deceptions of the devil are exposed. Satan is the chief deceiver of the world. Revelation 12, 9, he says, And the great dragon was cast out. The old serpent, that old serpent, called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. He deceives the world. Satan can deceive deceiving young people. But when you are in the midst of people who are reading the Bible, studying the Bible, telling things they have learned in the Bible, it, it, it blots out some of the deceptions of the devil from your mind. I was asking a young lady, you haven't seen a man who can give you an, uh, money without... Uh, without uh, what? Without expecting anything in return, in terms of like exchange. <laughs> yeah, because you can meet some people. You no, know, they have been deceived into thinking that any time somebody gives you five CDs, two CDs, sometimes as low as two CDs, five CDs, five CDs. It's like you have to give something in exchange. Something as valuable as you have to, when they are even going to do engagement, huh? you, you have to a long list. Oh. But some people have been deceived into thinking that you, all you need is just five CDs. Meanwhile, if they bring you to your father's house, eh, they will collect 3,000 for a dowry. They will get father's money is 500. Mother's money is 500. Akuntasikai uh, is 200. And even that one, they may collect more when you are there. Yes, and then the Ochami also collects her own and collects transport to go and bring you from the room. All that has is money, more than five cities, more than 200 cities. But some people have been deceived by the devil into thinking that just five cities, I, a young lady, five cities, was it five or ten? Two cities. The pastor was called. Your, 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 your sheep is in the hospital. She's dying. When she went, she had attempted abortion. And I said, what happened? It's a boy. What boy? What happened? He gave me two cities. Two cities. It, as if that was not enough. A couple of months after, the call came again to the pastor. Please go and then come and see your daughter. She's dying. Come and see your daughter. You're dying. When she went, two cities again. The same two cities has been able to make the girl pregnant. And then she was causing abortion. And she almost died from it. Because the deceptions of the world. But you need a shepherd. And you need some a group of believers who are around you. To cushion you. And to help you to block. To, to blast out such evil thoughts that Satan has put in your head. There are young boys. Young men. Oh, but the friends you have. And the company you have kept. You have no other mind when you see a girl apart from sex. 
It's like you have been deceived into thinking that love is only expressed in sex. It's like every day you have sex, every day. Every day. Then you see a girl, no, hello, hello, to bed. Hello, hello. It's like, and, and somebody said that if I meet a girl and in 24 hours her back has, has no underground that I am on top of her, I am sick. I'm not well. I've got high fever. Some people who have married, I've been bonic is in your head. Your head, you, are, you don't have any understanding of marriage. To you, marriage is wedding. Or to you, marriage is having sex with somebody regularly. It's not like that. There are responsibilities of husbands and responsibility of wives. And some people marry as if it's like responsibility. Hey, yeah, but take me like that. Even if I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that, take me like that. They should take you like that. You see some men, you see their faces like uh, Rambo, then they'll be there. Look good, uh, just watching CNN, just watching CNN. Don't know how to talk nicely, don't know how to even, it's like how to speak so that a person can be calm. Hey, 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 who is hey? Eh? Are you in the is that military camp? Even military camp is that how they call people every time like that? Huh? Military camp is that how you call people every day? No, no, sure. Hey, hey. 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 where are you? Where, where, where are you? Where are you? Hey. Who, whose name is where are you? Hey, madam, I'm waiting for my food. Where is my food? You need a shepherd. You need a, a home, a church family where Satan deceptions can be removed out of your mind. Number three. I think I can finish this one. The voice of the devil is silenced and lowered in the assembly. The voice of the devil is lowered. There are many voices. It may be 1 Corinthians 14, 10. There are many voices. And Satan's voice is one of the loudest voices in the, in the world. Hey, don't go to church. Don't, you are tired. Sit down. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't give that offering. Hey, it's too much. Hey, stop it. There are a lot of voices. And you need assembling. In fact, in the early days, they, they used to meet virtually every day. Every day, you see them going somewhere, there's a meeting, there's a meeting, there's a meeting. And when you get born again, eh, your safety is in the, 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 the number of meetings you attend. You, you, you have to go to church until the church enters you. Some people have, the church, the church has not entered you. Yeah. <laughs> you have given your life to Christ, but Christ, oh, he has to smell on your dress and smell on your shoe and smell on your in your voice and smell all around you. Yes. 
But it's like when you are in church, it's like you come once be, then sometimes you hear the voice of the devil tell you, oh, um, too much of everything is bad. You see, there are some uh, uh, sayings, I don't know whether they are proverbs or they are, uh, too much of everything is bad. So it includes coming to church. It's like, not too much of everything is bad. When you serve God like that, it's like it's too much. I know somebody who was going this church, church, every day, church, every day. Then he went mad. Oh. And I actually know somebody like that. He was in church. He was coming, quoting scriptures. Then he went mad. I know somebody like that. But it doesn't mean that it's the church that made him mad. People are eating wache and had running stomach. People are still eating wache today. People are even eating some wache and died. Some uh, uh, rice and stew and died. Some banku and this thing and died. And still, today, people are still, they say, I've got typhoid. I've got this. Still, they are going to the same place to go and buy the food. So don't let Satan's voice that too much of church, too much of this. Look, take your time, take your time, take your time, take your time, take your time. When you are doing masters, they don't say take your time. When you are doing MBA, they don't say take your time. When you are when you are chasing girls, they don't say take your time. Satan's voice is always competing against God's voice. And the more you are exposed to church and the assembling of the believers, it, 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 it crowds out Satan's voice. He is still there. His voice will still be there. When Jesus said, oh, he was talking to Peter and the disciples, I'm going to Jerusalem, I'm going to die there and everything. Then Peter said, far be it from me that you should go to Jerusalem and that. What do you mean? Ah! It can never happen. Over my dead body, Jesus said that. Get it behind me, Satan. Get it behind me. He, he shouted at Peter. I mean, Peter was Peter. But he said Satan to Peter. Because Satan is talking through Peter's voice like that. And you'll be there thinking that Peter is your friend. Peter is trying to help you. Peter just has a, a, a he just, he's thinking of your safety. No, he's not thinking of your safety. It's the devil who has come to masquerade himself in Peter and make it look as though he's concerned about your life. But he's actually trying to stop you from going to the cross, which is actually your assignment on earth. Don't follow every voice like that. Don't follow every voice. Go to church. Something may be said. A prayer will be prayed. Your life will be changed for good. Is that not a song like that? Freer? I feel now, sorry. Hey, Trasse. Before you bring into the microphone. Are you listening to me? Yeah. That's why the song says that you must go to church always. You must go to church always. Whether it's in that big assembly like this one or a house fellowship that we have created in your area, find one. Or sometimes you may have to drive even 15 minutes to get one. Go there. Go there. The assembling is good. The, the more we assemble, the better it is for us. The more we assemble, the safer it is for us. The more we assemble, the more blessings we experience. Oh, yes. It is the devil who I tell you and he succeeds all the time. 
They'll seize all the time. In the animal kingdom, isolation is bad. No matter how strong that animal is, isolation is bad for them. Because that isolation means your death. And spiritually too, it's happening. Sometimes even the company you keep, the friends you have allowed to enter your life, they are the reason why you will not go far in the Lord. You don't speak in tongues because of the friends you have. They've laughed at tongues. Uh, so when you speak, and the way they've insulted people with tongues, that their mind is not working. How can you speak a language you don't understand? This type of this. And then when you go amongst them and they are speaking, you, you, have, you feel shy. When you come to church, you can't even speak. You look around. Like a mosquito is buzzing all around us. Speaking in tongues is spoken. It's not mimed or harmed. Because you are so nice, it's like some girls, girl who went to Wesley girls. It's like, wow, well, what do you mean by speaking in tongues? It's like, what type of, <laughs> what type of girl is this who is speaking in tongues? Like, are you okay upstairs? We are okay, Papa. A politician, he said that those who speak in tongues, their heads have to be examined. Has he died? Hey, now somebody said, so I thought. <laughs> It meant that he has died. I'm sorry. Hey. Uh, his head was examined. Mercy. Hey. Our head should be examined. Now, my head should be examined. Me, the way I am, my head. My head is intact, Papa. Your head must be examined. And your head was examined too. In the assembly, you will have the voice of God booming out to you. Satan obviously wants people to stay away from the assembly so that his voice is the loudest and only voice they listen to. Ah, I think it's fine. I can stop here. It's good. Stand to your feet. Let's go home. We can continue another time. Yes. Oh, you are clapping as though your hands are not yours. Now you have borrowed your hands. Tell five people I am joining an assembly. Yes. I've joined this temple assembly. I'm going to join the area fellowship assembly too. Tell somebody I've joined this temple assembly. I can't hear you. I've joined this temple assembly. And I'm going to join. And I'm going to participate in and even lead an area fellowship assembly hallelujah I said hallelujah may you experience miracles in your area fellowship may you experience testimonies of changed lives of prosperity of the blessings of God in your little fellowship there God will bless you lift your hand and pray Father, I thank you for the power of the assembly. Oh yes, I thank you that Satan wants to stop the assembly, but I'm pressing on. I'm going to press 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 on. We are going to build it. Build the church. Build it. Build it. Continue building it. 
in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice, lift your hand and pray. Oh, yes. Pray that every house fellowship, every area fellowship will grow, will flourish. More people will come into it. New souls, converts, many people turning their lives to Jesus through the power of the assembly. These be they which separate themselves, sensual having other spirit. Pray that you shall not be a person without the spirit. That you be with the spirit in the name of Jesus. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Growing together. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. As is the habit of some. In the name of Jesus. Pray that you have a good habit. The good habit of assembling. Not the bad habit of separating yourself. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this awesome word, O Lord. Causing us to assemble together. To be together. To grow together. To resist the devil together. To shut out the voice of the devil together. Thank you that we shall it be part of an assembly, Lord. To the point of leading an assembly, Lord. To the glory of your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now with every head bowed, every eye closed, you are here. You've heard the word of God. Light has come to you this morning. Now it is time to respond to the word of God. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You have never publicly proclaimed that Jesus is my Lord. Today you are going to be given a chance. I'm giving you a chance to give your life to Jesus. To hand over your life to Jesus. To let Jesus be the Lord of your life. So if you are here this morning, your heart may even be beating at this time. Or you may feel that I'm addressing you. That it's time for you to give your life to Jesus. Raise up your right hand only and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. I want to pray with you this morning. Jesus said, this is the day. Yes, I see your hand up. God bless you. I see your hand up. God bless you. Now, if you've lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Come forward and let me pray to you. Take your Bible, your back, come, come forward. Running, I want to pray with you this morning running, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Encourage them as they come. Please come. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Lord, in the name of Jesus. It will provide your healing. Thank you, Jesus. You are there. Come forward. It's your time. Your day of salvation. Yes. Your time to be saved. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. The message is Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lord. 
God bless you for coming forward. This is the most important decision of your life because it determines where you spend eternity. When you are dead, whether you go to heaven or hell. So bow down your heads and let's pray together. I want to lead you in a prayer. You are the one praying. I'm only helping you by helping with the words to say. So with your head bowed and your eyes closed, say, Heavenly Father, I thank you. Close your eyes, let's pray. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I know I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. Please forgive me. Wash away my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Father, I thank you that today today I'm born again. I've been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. It's time for us to take the communion. The other day, somebody said they had been watching a television program. And whoever was the host, pastor, said they were selling or giving something they could buy to add to their food. I've forgotten the tree expression, but they bought it, they sold it. You, you buy it they send it to you, you add it to your food it's supposed to do to help you <laughs> I've forgotten the name the cow something and I told myself that ah, what if you want something to add something physical to add or to eat that will help you it has already been provided. Jesus said, This bread you are eating is my body. And he said, This one you are drinking is my blood. And he said clearly in John chapter 6 that when you eat of this bread, you will not die. When you drink of this blood, you are fellowshipping with him. So, as we are receiving the communion today, I want you to lift up Take it, this is my body, the body of Jesus, which was broken for you. We take vitamins, Drink, we take medications, because we believe that when we take them, they will help us to live longer. It's my flesh. Now, Jesus said, This body was broken for your healing. So anytime you come and take the body of Jesus, it is health to you. Lift up the bread and say, the body of Jesus, health for all my flesh. Eat it. Blood of Jesus. It is the meal of God. Drink it. We will sustain you. 
salvation. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I sense something right now. Elijah slept. The Bible says an angel touched him and gave him bread baked on coals and water and said, Take and eat this, for the journey is too long for you. I feel that somebody is receiving spiritual strength, somebody is receiving emotional strength, somebody is receiving a resolve. Lift your hands and believe God our Father is giving you strength in the name of Jesus. You are being strengthened with might by your spirit in the inner man. Somebody is receiving a resolve to continue in his Christian life. Somebody is receiving a resolve to continue in their marriage. Somebody is receiving a resolve to continue a good project. Somebody is receiving strength, determination, encouragement to continue in a good thing. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that when we come to church, an angel touches us and declares that you receive strength to go on for another 40 days. Because God is with you. Father, we thank you that you are with us, Lord. Just as Jesus promised us, you are with us. You are with us. You are with us. You are with us. Strengthening us. Encouraging us. Urging us on. In Jesus' name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.